0: You're listening to Community Radio for the Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri.
1: I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, January 16th. An Osage Beach man has been sentenced to 30 years in prison after pleading guilty to statutory rape. 30-year-old Marcos Devonte Devante Simmons was sentenced for the statutory rape of an 11-year-old girl after she miscarried at home, and DNA testing identified Simmons as the father. He's been jailed since charges were filed in 2019. Another Lake of the Ozarks community moves to tax marijuana sales. The City of Lurie is moving proactively to tax any future marijuana sales. The Board of Aldermen unanimously approved putting the issue of a 3% sales tax for retail sales of adult marijuana use sold in the city limits on the April fourth ballot. Now there currently are no such businesses or dispensaries in the Lurie city limits. A thief swiped thousands of dollars' worth of equipment from Lake of the Ozarks Area Electric Company, Catalyst Electric, this past week, and Lynn Creek authorities are looking for the man who was spotted on the company's security cameras. The theft took place just before 5 o'clock on Thursday, January 12th. Now, security cameras caught the man in the act. The man can be seen leaving the scene in a red SUV. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com
0: The following key radio event is absolutely free. Join 89.3 The Key for The Key Radio After Hours on Thursday, January 26th, starting at 5.30 at the Camdenton BFW Hall on South Business 5. This fun night will include a chili cook-off, a chance to meet some of the people that you hear on Key Radio, like Camden County Presiding Commissioner Ike Skelton, Professor Jim Paisley, Bradley Berg from Encompass Purpose, and more. We'll even have a giveaway. This is your chance to find out more about the Lakes Community Radio Station. So, mark it on your calendar. Thursday, January 26th, starting at 5.30 at the Campton VFW Hall for key radios after hours. For more information, contact Bill Mundhausen at 573 280 Everyone is invited to attend, so we'll see you there at Key Radio's After Hours with the Lake's community radio station, 89.3 The Key.
2: I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. What a weekend of pro football playoffs huh? and it's not done yet still have another game tonight Tampa at home to the Cowboys, Dallas favored by two and a half on the road to beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Brady is 7-0 lifetime against Dallas, so that ought to be interesting. Elsewhere in the NFC playoffs, the Eagles had a bye, 49ers beat Seattle, and the Vikings went down at home losing to the Giants, so next week it'll be the Giants at Philly on Saturday night and the Cowboy Buccaneers winner will be at San Francisco next Sunday afternoon. In the AFC, of course, Chiefs with the number one seed. They had the bye. The Bills beat Miami yesterday. Cincinnati slipped by Baltimore. On Saturday, Jacksonville came from 27 points down to be the Chargers. So next week on Saturday afternoon, the Chiefs will entertain Jacksonville. That is a 3.30 kickoff. The Bengals will be in Buffalo. They'll play that Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. So uh, the NFL playoffs off to a great start and again have another game tonight. High school football, Camden to the Lakers hire their new head football coach, Parr Pitts, takes over for Jeff Shore. Pitts was an assistant with the Lakers since 2014. Before that, he was head coach at Palmyra and Odessa and Troy. He also won two state championships as a Lakers player in 1986 and 87. College basketball over the weekend. Mizzou ranked number 20 lost at Florida, so they'll drop out of the top 25. MSU Bears beat Indiana State, so they are nine and nine. St. Louis Blues busy at home against Ottawa tonight. Lake TV brings you five local Lake Area shows, and they're all greatness, including the High School Basketball Coaches Show. Starting tomorrow, we'll be talking with first-year Camdenton Lakers head coach Daniel Edson. You can see that every day at 1002, 202, and 602 on Lake TV. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV Sports Update for this Monday.
0: A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by Adair's Wildlife Removal Service, offering affordable solutions for all of your residential and commercial nuisance animal problems. Adair's keeps the wildlife where it belongs, in the wild. Serving Camden, Miller, and Morgan counties online at adairs-animals.com or call 573-378-8739, 573-378-8739.
3: Jumpstart the new year and increase your customer base by getting in front of hundreds of potential clients at the annual Home, Business, and Lake Living Expo. The 2023 Expo is scheduled for February 17th and 18th at the Regalia Hotel and Conference Center. In just one weekend, you can showcase your products and services to full-time and secondary homeowners while also networking with fellow businesses. Booth space is filling up fast, so be sure to reserve your spot today. Visit camdenchamber.com for full event details and to download your exhibitor application.
4: If you're a member or prospective member of the Camdenton Chamber of Commerce, you need to check out the LEADS Group. That's L-E-A-D-S. It's business professionals meeting on a regular basis for an hour to share experience and referrals. It's a great way for new business owners to network with people in the know over morning coffee. Contact the Camdenton Chamber Office for information at 573-346-2227.
0: Part of the solution, join the lake's only community radio station, 89.3, The Key. Well, good morning. What a great day it is to be alive and live at the Lake of the Ozarks or wherever you may be doing your thing on this Monday morning. I don't know about you, but I uh, I just really haven't uh, watched a whole lot of football this year, and that includes the Chiefs. You know, I turned the game on, and then while I'm doing stuff around the house, yeah, I look up every once in a while. But this weekend, there was some incredible playoff football. And it was wild card action, and so a lot of these teams are fighting to keep their seasons alive. Uh, some great games. What was it? Um, uh, the Baltimore Ravens last night and the Cincinnati Bengals. That turned out to be a good game. I think I watched the Giants and Vikings game, uh, a little bit of the uh, uh, Miami game, and it was just uh, some incredible football this weekend. And I think, you know, as you uh, you get into uh, the wild card uh, portion of the playoffs, man, these teams, like I said, they're fighting for their seasons to continue. And uh, just some great football this weekend if you had a chance to watch it. 63 degrees, the expected high today. Some clouds then becoming partly cloudy this afternoon. Uh, Rain chance, well, there is a a slight chance for some rain. And then clear tonight, the low is going to drop down to 37 degrees. For tomorrow, sunny at 56, a low 41. Rain in 52 on Wednesday. And it looks like, uh, at at this point anyway, about a 90% chance for rain. Clouds in 42 on Thursday. Partly cloudy in 47 on Friday. And then uh, we look ahead, Saturday, partly cloudy and um, 46. And then maybe a little precipitation in the form of ice to rain on Sunday. The rain chance, uh, kind of slim on Saturday, but they're still saying maybe about a 50-50 shot and we'll get some precipitation on, uh, on Sunday. And that could start out as ice and make your day a little slick. So you may want to keep that in mind as you are headed out the door. If you have any running around to do on Sunday, you're going to head to church, do whatever you need to do. But I got to tell you, the weather this weekend was not bad at all. Got out and got a few things done. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a new coffee achiever, a new coffee achiever, (laughs) and her name is Delta. Oh, it was so funny. We stopped at uh, Firefly Valley Farms, their store down on South Business 5 in Camberton, and we didn't know what we were going to find. Well, I knew what I was looking for. I needed to get some more coffee. And so in doing so, Stephanie was working. Stephanie Beeman was there, and she was uh, working and uh, turned us on to all kinds of different things that they've got going on there and some things that are going to be coming up. And I want to just say... Uh, congratulations to Firefly Valley Farms. You can find their coffee and I guess starting very soon in High V, and they are going to offer some amazing types of coffee as they have since they've been around. I think they still do home delivery. You can go out there and pick it up. You can watch them roast the coffee. You'll notice when they have the, uh, they've got like the little uh, electric signal up there and so when it's green, they're roasting. And you can stop in if they're open and watch them roast and enjoy all of the great aromas. But I <laughs> I don't know how she's handling her coffee this morning. But thank you, Stephanie, for a wonderful time on Saturday. And we had a chance to go out there and just hang out with them got some good news here from uh, Doug Beck this morning. It says, good morning. Tomorrow, Faithbridge Mobile Food Pantry will be loading food products from Share the Harvest and diapers for distribution in Stoutland on Wednesday. We will keep you updated on how it goes. And we had a chance to talk with Doug on Thursday along with Mindy Sales and find out that uh, this is something that they're going to be taking around the community and offering up food and diapers and other services, products and the like. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, JR. Good morning to um, Herb and to Joe, thank you, and to to Brad as well. And speaking of Bradley Berg, he is joining me this morning via Ma Bell on the uh, good old Key Radio Community Hotline because we want to talk about an event that they've got going on. And it's going to be this Thursday, and uh, it kind of changed things up a little bit as to how the event is going to play out. But uh, we're going to talk to Brad, 56 now in Osage Beach, 55 in Camdenton, as we welcome him in this morning and say good morning to our good friend, Mr. Bradley Berg from Encompass Purpose. How are you doing, my friend? Pretty good. How are you, sir? I am just great, but I mean... You can't beat a 63 degree day in the middle of January. It is just outstanding. And we're going to have some decent weather and then it's going to kind of jump around a little bit as it normally does, but I tell you what, man. Got a big event coming up on Thursday. Let's uh, take some time to fill folks in and uh, let's talk let's talk about it this morning.
5: Yeah, and we're really excited. I think you've got a chance to interview a couple people that are going to be on and I know uh, Brian Bennett, he's speaking about different business techniques and how to get everybody to collaborate together, to work together to help your business. You know, Brian DeCook, he does Peace Fire and what's called Two Fires for businesses, mm-hmm. and that's all conflict resolution. And I've never seen anybody, I guess, unpack it so much and break it down so it's easy to understand. Right. So that um, the conflict resolution is feasible, and I don't know you've probably never had conflict in your life, but <laughs> it's good when you have the tools to uh, break it down a little bit, so especially you know in the workplace where you have to see somebody every day, you know if you can get over that conflict and work together, it just makes life so much easier
0: it certainly does it and
5: really then. Does. Joe Justice, I think you've got a chance to talk to him, but incredible stories where um, the Agile system has made it where 3M was able to, instead of five to seven years, come out with products in five weeks. You know, he's worked with Tesla, he's worked with Bill Gates and so many others. And he's just plain fun to listen to. And then we have me because we needed space to fill. I see. (laughs) But um, one thing I'm going to be talking about is a mind-body connection. And, you know, it's the mental industry, I guess you'd say, or, you know, psychologists and psychiatrists. It's kind of broken right now um the way they do things you know they work on you mentally but they don't ever look at the brain and the body connection if you went into like an md for a broken leg and he just came sat down and threw some morphine at you and said well this should help you walk better you know you would look at him like he's crazy but that's kind of what we do when we look at people and try to help them mentally and it, it's deeper than that. It's, you know, everything about them, body wise, mental wise, you know, all that. And it should really be called not mental health, but brain health because that's what it is. And then of course we have the biggest speaker of them all and that's you.
0: Oh, I don't know about that, but thank you so much. I appreciate that.
5: So, and I know you're probably going to be talking, I would guess, about some of the challenges you've had and how you've overcome them and how now you help people.
0: It has been an interesting journey and never in my life did I think I would be at this point. But uh, you have your highs and your lows and sometimes it's the lows in your life that really help you define where it is you would like to be and uh, there are a lot of things that you think about and there are a lot of things that you uh, uh, consider and certainly you know you don't want to be that person and you don't want to be in that place anymore and uh, there's a lot of things that you you do that it's interesting because I heard somebody say this the other day that God takes you on a journey sometimes in a roundabout sort of way and you're not really sure where you're headed. You're not really sure where, you know, you're going to end up. But when you get there, all of the best things in life are waiting for you. And it's just finding the time and, and making, I should say not finding the time, but making the time to uh, to explore all of these different avenues. And, again, some of them may be good avenues. And some of these may be avenues that you go down that you're a little bit like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not quite sure this is where I want to be, but you have to face the good as well as the bad in order to get, uh, get where it is that, uh, you want to be in life. And, uh, like I said, it's a, it's been an interesting journey. And so I'll talk a little bit about that on the, uh, Uh, on the event, uh, during the event on Thursday. And I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do it because, as I've said, Brad, you know, sometimes people just don't relate to what's going on in their own lives and they'll hear something from someone else and say, you know, maybe that's not such a bad thing or maybe that, you know, I am dealing with certain things and I thought I was alone. But, you know, there's people out there that have gone through things similar to what I've endured And I just want to find myself, and I just want to get my life back together, and I just want to move forward. And uh, with the help of uh, a lot of people, including yourself,
5: I've been able to do that. Yeah, and, you know, it's true for me also. If you think about it, and I know you know this, but if it wasn't for a low point in my life, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. I would still be running Goodfellas, you know, but I absolutely love helping people and love doing this. And it's just getting worse. If I could talk about my Saturday for a second, sure. um, I got calls and I got to bed at four in the morning because I help people with heroin. I help people in a marriage crisis. I had to take somebody to the hospital, um, with alcohol poisoning. I had to, uh, there's another person with pills it's just chaos right now with mental illness and the struggles people are having, and they're self-medicating, and it's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it costs $190 billion a year in employees that are stressed out right now, and it's just crazy. 90% of us are not uh, getting the proper nutrition, which affects your brain, and there's just so much going on right now, and trying to help people get rid of that chaos is a great thing.
0: I would say that um, you know a large part of it is is we don't understand the problem, that is as you mentioned men- mental health, uh, mental um, mental health and, and and mental wellness, and I think I almost started to say mental hellness, and I think maybe in a roundabout way that's what I meant, because people go through yeah, things, that. people go through things, in their mind that none of us can even imagine, and the way that we think and the way that we format our day, and, and, and we format our problems, and sometimes people just don't see any type of a solution or any type of a way out, and the thing about it is, is there, you know, are are a lot of different tools available, you just have to be able to find someone that can help you, or or, or even in some instances, people are able to help themselves, and they just don't realize it, and they just need a little nudge, and they just need some things uh, along the lines of positive reinforcement every day that uh, start to push them in that direction. And it's amazing when you do it long enough, you can kind of take the training wheels off the bike and and find yourself and then start to become that kind of person that you've always wanted to be. But I will say this much, Brad, and, and this is so very important. And it's not a selfish choice if you do it for yourself. I know a lot of times when we talk about addictions and talk about self-medicating, People always want to do it for their spouse or their significant other or for their kids. But first, you have to do it for yourself because once you get to that point in your life where you feel as though maybe things are going better, it, 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 it's a trickle-down effect, and everyone around you benefits. So if you you know look around and you see that your life isn't where you want it to be, uh, obviously, there are plenty of people to reach out to. You're not alone, definitely, but the point is is y- you want to be able to do things for yourself because when you start to benefit, then everyone around you benefits it's it, 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 and, it, and it seems like it's relatively simple, but a lot of people you know if they're struggling, they just uh, they have a hard time rationalizing and, and dealing with most anything that can uh, put them on a path to uh, living a better life.
5: Right. You know, this season we're in right now, nobody wants to be accountable and you're correct. The first thing you have to do is be accountable and want it for yourself. And once you do that, I mean, that's the biggest step. That's the biggest hurdle to get over is wanting it for yourself and say, I'm going to do this. Once you do that, it gets easier. And the more, like you say, the more you practice, the more it gets easier. So, and I think that's, you know, this whole conference we're going to be having, it's no charge. So there's nothing holding you back there and it helps your business and your life. And that's the whole idea behind it. So there's no reason not to listen to it. So, yeah, yeah.
0: well, I think what we need to do now is uh, to put the information out there so that people can uh, be a part of what's going on on Thursday with Encompass Purpose.
5: All you have to do is email encompasspurpose at gmail.com with your email address and we'll add you to the videos and then or on Facebook also, encompasspurpose. Purpose, just go on there and leave your email address and we'll add you on and you can watch it. Like I said, there's no cost. And some of these speakers, you could never afford to go see. Joe Justice, for instance, it's $5,000 Um, for him to speak. And so it's a chance to really learn and it's just a few hours to take out of your day. And I I guarantee there's stuff you're going to take away from it, no matter who you are. So
0: absolutely 100% true, my friend. And, um, I thank you for taking the time to get all these people together and to give people an opportunity. And there's so many different things people can learn. When you talk about conflict resolution, especially when it uh, tends to be something in the workplace, you obviously want to be able to uh, go to work each and every day and get along with the people that you have to be with for a good portion of your days, Monday through Friday, sometimes more than that. But I think, again, one uh, one of the big things that people can take away from this is that there are so many Options and so many uh, tools available to you, you just kind of have to know where to look, and sometimes that's not an easy thing. And you're making it extremely easy with this uh, this conference and and uh, getting on Facebook. Go to Encompass Purpose on Facebook and and leave Brad your email address, and he will add you to uh, what is going on. It doesn't cost you anything. You can simply uh, listen in. I don't know if there's. Uh, Any opportunities to do a a Q&A with these people or not? I think most of it is going to be uh, people just speaking. And then you can uh, take notes. You can uh, uh, listen again. I would imagine you're probably going to put it up someplace where where people uh, uh, can access it uh, if they need it, if they didn't catch it all, if they come in late, something like that. But this is a real opportunity for people to uh, get 2023 on track, get on track with their lives and, 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 and just... Make things as wonderful as humanly possible.
5: Yeah, and one quick thing. Joe Justice said he would be available for questions if anybody has them. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have them ahead of time even on how you could make your home or your business more efficient, send them to me. I'll make sure he gets them so he can answer them. And hopefully, you know, he'll be online so you could answer them even after the presentation. So.
0: Well, it sounds good, Brad, and it sounds like obviously there's uh, a lot going on. Uh, We've got a couple of minutes left before we get to the bottom of the hour. Are there any other things that you've got lined up through Encompass Purpose that you can tell folks about this morning?
5: Yeah, we're going to have on, I think it's the 21st of February, a different event with uh, breath work and meditation, that kind of thing. And I know people sometimes think the meditation thing's kind of a hippie type thing, but there is so much news out about how much it helps. The Mayo Clinic's done a lot of studies, and they even do it now along with their cancer treatments and stuff because they found it helps during that. It's a great complement to so many things. And it can help you with, you know, your concentration, your relaxation, and stress and fatigue and all that. So, um, that's another free event that people can just come no matter, you know, what their income level is and really get help with just relaxing and some stress in their life. Get rid of it. So,
0: well, I think that again, uh, people can go to your Facebook page. Are are there any other places where people can go to check out what's going on at encompass purpose?
5: Yeah, we're going to start adding it all too to encompasspurpose.com. And that kind of tells you too, because I know we do a lot of stuff, but it tells you a lot about our services. The other thing is, like I said, 90% of people are not getting the proper nutrition. Um, It'll be in part of my speech tomorrow where we talk about you know, all the vitamins and minerals you're low on. But the problem is getting a quality product. And we actually are coming out with a product. It'll, again, be nonprofit, but that it's tested and third-party tested and things like that mm-hmm. to help you get the proper nutrition that you're not getting in your diet.
0: Nutrition is an important thing. And certainly when you are uh, uh, trying to get yourself Right, I guess if you want to call it mentally and physically, nutrition plays such an important role. So many of us don't eat right. So many of us uh, don't have time or we don't think we have time to sit down and have a a decent meal or at least sit down and plan out some meals uh, and and do some things throughout the course of the day to give yourself the proper nutrition, which kind of helps everything work in sync and you'd be surprised. And, and I'm still desperately trying to get my nutrition <laughs> all taken care of. And, and sometimes it works and sometimes, uh, I stray a little bit. I had some, some ice cream last night, as a matter of fact, uh, probably a little later than I should have, but, uh, it was still good and it gave me a little bit of satisfaction, but, uh, I have, I have cut it out immensely and, uh, have, have tried to add more fruit and, uh, more things that are healthy and stay away from uh, a lot of the things that are bad for me. Because, again, uh, I'll tell you one of the interesting things about the nutrition aspect, especially uh, the various times that you eat throughout the course of the day. If you eat a lot, it seems like before you go to bed, you just wake up and you're just so so blah. And, uh, you know, you kind of get in a regimen of healthy eating where you do things uh, almost on a schedule. And it's amazing how much that uh, can help you overall with your mind, body, and soul. So nutrition is very important, Brad, and so is the event coming up on the 19th. And I appreciate you taking time this morning, sir, to um, to get us uh, updated on some of the speakers and some of the things that we'll be talking about. Again, you mentioned going to um, Encompassed Purpose on Facebook and leaving uh, your email address. Can you go to EncompassedPurpose.com and do the same thing?
5: Yep. And encompass purpose at com. also. So it's real easy. Just takes a second. And I, I guarantee you're going to take away stuff from this, you know, a few hours that you'll remember the rest of your life.
0: Well, I certainly appreciate your time, sir. Thank you very much. Look forward to participating on Thursday and, um, keep doing what you're doing because you're helping people out and it is certainly making a huge, huge difference. And uh, Thursday is going to be uh, something that uh, I think a lot of people get a lot of information from. And, folks, I don't know if you heard him say it, but he used that word, that one word that I think everyone can benefit from, and that's free.
5: <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. thank, you. thank you so much for having me on also.
0: Yes, sir. And thank you to Kim and to the entire staff and the board with uh, Encompass Purpose. We've got some great things coming up in uh in 2023 have yourself an awesome day sir and i'll uh, talk to you again soon thank you absolutely brad berg from encompassed purpose they're actually located out there in max creek as you were headed out 54 let's say uh towards 65 it's almost right there at the very end of uh max creek as far as what's on highway 54 and you will uh, have an opportunity to stop in if you need uh, counseling, if you need to talk to them about the various services that they offer. Brad is always available, and as he said, he's there when you need him. And that can be any time of the night or day. 8.32, we've got information for you now. Our uh, good friend, Miss Stacy Johnson, is joining us from LakeExpo.com to provide some local information. Chris Schneider. He has uh, got a look back at uh, the weekend that was the, uh, the wildcard playoffs in the NFL and more interesting sports news for you. And I thank you so much for joining us right here on The Daily Show on Key Radio.
1: I'm Stacey Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, January 16th. An Osage Beach man has been sentenced to 30 years in prison after pleading guilty to statutory rape. 30-year-old Marcuseo Devonte Devante Simmons was sentenced for the statutory rape of an 11-year-old girl after she miscarried at home, and DNA testing identified Simmons as the father. He's been jailed since charges were filed in 2019. Another Lake of the Ozarks community moves to tax marijuana sales. The City of Lori is moving proactively to tax any future marijuana sales. The Board of Aldermen unanimously approved putting the issue of a 3% sales tax for retail sales of adult marijuana use sold in the city limits on the April 4th ballot. Now there currently are no such businesses or dispensaries in the Lurie City Limits. A thief swiped thousands of dollars' worth of equipment from Lake of the Ozarks Area Electric Company, Catalyst Electric, this past week, and Lynn Creek authorities are looking for the man who was spotted on the company's security cameras. The theft took place just before 5 o'clock on Thursday, January 12th. Now, security cameras caught the man in the act. The man can be seen leaving the scene in a red SUV. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com
0: The following key radio event is absolutely free. Join 89.3 The Key for The Key Radio After Hours on Thursday, January 26th, starting at 5.30 at the Camdenton BFW Hall on South Business 5. This fun night will include a chili cook-off, a chance to meet some of the people that you hear on Key Radio, like Camden County Presiding Commissioner Ike Skelton, Professor Jim Paisley, Bradley Berg from Encompass Purpose, and more. We'll even have a giveaway. This is your chance to find out more about the lake's community radio station. So, mark it on your calendar, Thursday, January 26th, starting at 5.30 at the Camdenton VFW Hall for key radios after hours. For more information, contact Bill Mundhausen at 573-2800532. Everyone is invited to attend, so we'll see you there at Key Radio's After Hours with the Lake's community radio station, 89.3 The Key.
2: I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. What a weekend of pro football playoffs and it's not done yet still have another game tonight Tampa at home to the Cowboys Dallas favored by two and a half on the road to beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers Brady is 7-0 lifetime against Dallas so that ought to be interesting elsewhere in the NFC playoffs the Eagles had a bye 49ers beat Seattle and the Vikings went down at home losing to the Giants so next week it'll be the Giants at Philly on Saturday night. And the Cowboy Buccaneers winner will be at San Francisco next Sunday afternoon. In the AFC, of course, Chiefs with the number one seed. They had the bye. The Bills beat Miami yesterday. Cincinnati slipped by Baltimore on Saturday. Jacksonville came from twenty-seven points down to be the Chargers. So next week on Saturday afternoon, the Chiefs will entertain Jacksonville. That is a three-thirty kickoff. The Bengals will be in Buck they'll play that Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. So uh, the NFL playoffs off to a great start and, again, have another game tonight. High school football, Camden to the Lakers, hire their new head football coach, Parr Pitts, takes over for Jeff Shore. Pitts was an assistant with the Lakers since 2014. Before that, he was head coach at Palmyra and Odessa and Troy. He also won two state championships as a Lakers player in 1986 and 87. College basketball over the weekend. Mizzou ranked number 20 lost at Florida, so they'll drop out of the top 25. MSU Bears beat Indiana State, so they are nine and nine. St. Louis Blues busy at home against Ottawa tonight. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows, and they're all greatness, including the high school basketball coaches show. Starting tomorrow, we'll be talking with first-year Camdenton Lakers head coach Daniel Edson. You can see that every day at 10.02, 2.02, and 6.02 on Lake TV. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday.
0: A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by our media partners at Lake TV.
2: Winter, spring, summer, or fall, Lake TV's got it all, including five local talk shows to keep you informed and entertained. You can also see local high school football in the fall and basketball in the winter. Watch Lake TV on Como Channel 90 or absolutely free on Roku or Amazon Fire and always streaming live at MyLakeTV.com. And if you haven't liked Lake TV on Facebook, be sure you do that
4: too. This is Bill Munhausen for the What Makes Sense show on Key Radio. It's a biblical perspective without the pat answers that infect some of Christian talk. We're about solutions to most of life's issues, less theory, more answers, confront what is evil and champion what is good, extend grace to those who are still seeking. I investigate answers in politics, social issues, church, and more. It's what makes sense. In the 7 a.m. and 3 p.m. hours, check the schedule at keyradio.live.
6: Hi, I'm pastoring Elder Joe Botta from Graceland Church for Creation Expo. Our country was founded by those seeking freedom from tyranny. Consider the historic words of Thomas Jefferson who wrote, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, among them which are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Our founding fathers searched the scripture for enduring principles realizing that God, not man, was the ultimate author of freedom. The Constitution of the United States of America represents much of the fruit of that search. However, today in the U.S., we find a secular society pretending our nation was not founded on Christian principles. The question is, what believers ought to believe? Should we trust God as the final author of our freedom, or should we trust in freedom in and of itself?
4: These 60-second messages are based on the book XPO by Bill Munhausen, available in Amazon Books.
0: If you'd like to become a content provider, simply contact the Lakes Community Radio Station at 89.3, The Key. Well, it's 8.40, and we are happy to have you with us on this Monday morning, the 16th day of January, where the expected high is uh, set to hit about 63 degrees before it is all said and done. Looking at uh, current temps in and around the region, still holding steady at about 56 degrees in Osage Beach and uh, Camdenton, coming in a little earlier at uh, 52 53 they're now up to 56 as well as far as what to expect we do have a wind advisory in effect skirt alert if you will southwest winds at about 10 to 20 miles per hour there is a slight chance of a rain shower otherwise clouds then partly cloudy this afternoon mainly clear and 37 for tonight Looks like uh, sunny and 56 tomorrow, rain and uh, 52 on Wednesday, Uh, clouds and 42 on Thursday, partly cloudy and 47 on Friday, partly cloudy and 46 on Saturday, possibly a rain-ice mix as we'll start out uh, in the upper 20s, but there may be some precipitation in that forecast for us on Sunday, early Sunday is what they're calling for. Uh, any ice that uh, does start to fall or form could very well uh, be replaced by some rain. We're looking for a higher 45 degrees on Sunday. Current uh, lake level at 657.83. Surface water temp at 550, I'm sorry, uh, river level at 551.56. Surface water temp at 41 degrees. want to send out uh, congratulations. If you know Joe Grafman, I believe Joe got uh, engaged to the young lady that he has been seeing for some time now. So uh, I don't know as far as if they've set a date or what, but congratulations, uh, Joe, on the engagement. Good news there. And uh, a lot of good things going on around the area that uh, we, I think, need to celebrate. That's one of the reasons why we bring Mindy Sales in on Thursdays. She seeks out the good things that are happening in our community and the good people that are making them happen And it's always great to have her on board. So thank you, thank you, thank you to uh, Mindy Sales. I want to remind folks that coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, we're going to be talking with our good friend, former Lake Ozark PD Chief Gary Launderville. And I've always enjoyed hanging out with the chief. He is a great man, and he's done some incredible things. And, uh, you know, his time, his tenure, if you will, as chief of the city of Lake Ozark. Uh, like, any, like any job has its ups and downs, while um, you have your good days, you have your bad days too, uh, but we'll uh, talk with him and uh, find out uh, well, maybe some of the things that he remembers as far as maybe some uh, funny stories, some odd stories, maybe some things that uh, he really remembers as far as being the chief. Uh, police for the city of Lake Ozark, and uh, we'll we'll find out maybe what he plans on doing, uh, if he <laughs> if he is going to remain retired, and uh, and just take some time to enjoy life, outside of law enforcement. Uh, but I think that's one of the things about law enforcement, is when you are involved, it's seemingly like what do they say? Once you're a marine, you're always a marine. So once you're a member of law enforcement, and you're kind of always a member of law enforcement, sometimes you find yourself getting back into it in a way that uh, maybe you didn't expect. So Chief Launderville will join us in the 9 o'clock hour at about 9.10 on the program tomorrow morning. We're going to be talking with Greg Stoner from Ameren, Missouri. Greg is a pretty interesting guy, and he uh, keeps an eye on what's happening. And when I say around the lake, I mean literally around the lake with the wildlife and the plant life and uh, the various things that you'll find in the lake and some of the phenomena that uh, occur that maybe we understand or don't understand. Either way, it is going to be pretty amazing to talk to Greg. Also, Attorney Fozzie Simon, uh, Fozzie recently attended a conference that dealt with marijuana. And, of course, now that the uh, voters in Missouri... Have uh, said yes we would like to uh, see recreational marijuana legalized Uh, it does open uh, a whole new chapter in the uh, in the textbook for attorneys (laughs) they obviously have to be up on uh, all of the various laws they have to understand uh, the rules and regulations surrounding recreational marijuana so that when somebody uh, gets in trouble or needs a little clarification, that they can handle it. So we'll uh, talk to Fozzie Simon again uh, tomorrow morning in the 9 o'clock hour. Also on the program, uh, Professor Jim Paisley will join us on Wednesday. Mindy Sales and Danny Ellison back on Thursday. Um, again, I don't think I'm going to be talking with Bev Aylin. Um We have another guest lined up. And I saw that uh, Janet Debs checked in. Excuse me, I think I swallowed a bug. Good morning, Harry. Um, uh, But I will let you know about our guest in the 8 o'clock hour on Friday. Dave Maupin makes his triumphant return on uh, Friday in the 9 o'clock hour as well. Some of the other folks that I've reached out to are city administrators from some of our uh, lake area cities and towns. Hope to have Gina Woods on the program. She is the city administrator from the city of Osage Beach. Reach out to my friend, Mr. Jeff Hooker, who's the city administrator from the city of uh, Camdenton. We want to include uh, Sunrise Beach, Laurie Eldon. Maybe we can get Harrison Fry back on, who is the city administrator for the city of Lake Ozark, and find out about some of the things that are happening as we get into the new year. I think it's very important for us to stay on top of what's going on, any uh, new rules, regulations. You hear that uh, some of these Uh, Local cities are going to try and tax marijuana. We spoke of uh, recreational marijuana, and so I believe that there is going to be an opportunity in there somewhere for some of these folks to say, uh, well, hey, see what we can get from this. And You know, the interesting part of this, again, right, it is still illegal on the federal level, but there are a number of states who have legalized it medically as well as recreationally and uh, it certainly does bring up some uh, interesting situations and i would uh, think that there are a lot of uh, questions out there that uh, people are asking and so again tune in fozzy simon as i said on the program tomorrow morning in the nine o'clock hour to address some of those issues if you have an issue if you have a question or a comment or something you'd like to kick around We've got some time before we get to the top of the hour, 573-633-5395. Feel free to uh, jump in here and uh, maybe bring something of importance to the table. If there is uh, someone that you'd like me to uh, possibly interview that you haven't heard on the radio for a while or maybe at all, uh, you can always uh, jump on the SRG Financial Advisors Key Radio uh, in-studio live camera where you can see what's going on in our studio right here as we broadcast live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. And uh, maybe drop me a topic. But, boy, I'd love to talk to you this morning. So if you've got something on your mind, feel free. Again, 573-633-5395, the key radio community hotline. So the folks at PJmedia.com have uh, put out an article that says, Here's how much federal spending must be cut to balance the budget. I can only imagine what the number is. Probably something staggering. It says here, It's been more than 20 years since we had uh, last had a, a balanced federal budget during the tenure of former Speaker, uh, House Speaker Newt Gingrich. Will we ever see a balanced budget again? It's theoretically possible, but it would take tremendous cuts in spending. According to an analysis... From the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget, in order to achieve balance, within a decade, all spending would need to be cut by roughly one quarter. The necessary cuts would grow to 85% if defense, veterans, Social Security, and Medicare spending were off the table. Uh, These cuts would also be so large that it would require the equivalent of ending all non-defense appropriations and eliminating the entire Medicaid program just to get it in balance. The analysis found. Um, so, yeah, I guess uh, the outlook doesn't look good. Such projections are all academic at this point without budget projections. For the next 10 years or knowing what policies will be proposed, despite having had four years of balanced budgets under Newt Gingrich, government spending skyrocketed after 9-11, Spending did decline over the course of the Bush administration, but skyrocketed again in the wake of the financial crisis and historically high spending under Barack Obama. Joe Biden continued the trend of excessive spending. In his first year in office, he proposed a massive six trillion dollar budget for 2022, the largest in history, fueled mostly by spending for left-wing social progr- uh, programs, rather. Is there enough desire in Congress to cut spending and get the nation back in the black? It says here that uh, I'm not convinced. I don't think most of us are. This is an article penned by Matt Margolis, who's the author of Airborne, How the Liberal Media Weaponized the Coronavirus Against Donald Trump, and the best-selling book, The Worst President in History, The Legacy of Barack Obama, and the scandalous presidency of Barack Obama, Matt Margolis, he might be an interesting guy to, uh, to talk with, to see if we uh, might someday have a balanced budget. But, of course, there are so many things out there that we uh, know or don't know about when it comes to spending, <laughs> uh, but one in particular I, I, I was watching 60 minutes last night and the reason I watched it is because they were talking about the uh, the possibility at some point of utilizing fusion as a source of power and they have made some advances but it is an extremely slow and costly process and so we talk about utilizing fusion as a source of power at some point, uh, the way that these folks are looking at it, the way these uh, scientists are looking at it, and it just boggles the mind at uh, the process that they have to go through just to achieve something that's that's right there on the cusp of what could be, uh, I guess, the way people are talking, something that we might see in um I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. uh, The potential is there, but it's just a long, arduous process in order to get to that point. And I was watching this uh, on 60 Minutes last night, and I thought to myself, you know, this is one of those government programs. They they get a lot of funding from the government because this is kind of a pet project of Joe Biden. He hopes to uh, uh, see some sort of result in 10 years. And a lot of people who are scientists and realists say 10 years, uh, we won't have even really scratched the surface. But, you know, when we talk about getting federal spending under control, imagine how many of these programs that are funded by the government, uh, these types of programs uh, that are science related, you know, they would just say, well, you know what, we're trying to balance the budget, unfortunately we are going to have to cut your funding. Uh, We might just have to eliminate the project altogether because the amount of money that these people need in order to do what they're doing, as I said, is a staggering amount. But when you're talking about cutting federal spending, I think that you would start such an uproar in this country Now, you talk about what happened on January 6th of 2021. How many people out there do you think would really uh, support a lot of these cuts if, well, you know, everybody else's program can get the axe. But, uh, well, not my program because my program helps me. It helps my family. Caller, good morning. You are on The Daily Show. What's up?
7: Hey, good morning, Kevin. Hey, so the deal about fusion, i uh, you know, the big news, like on 60 Minutes uh, last night and uh, other things, is that it's our new energy source, energy source of the future. But really, it's, its I would say, at least 100 years away. It's right. not going to be in our lifetime. Right. They, can, they can do it out there in Lawrence Livermore, but really what they did out there, that program was for the Defense uh, Department for uh, testing the nuclear weapons to make sure they're still reliable. That's right. There's a, a, a program out there that takes huge computing power to try to simulate uh, uh, effective nuclear weapons that haven't deteriorated over time, mm-hmm. and uh, rather than, than blow one up, they ha- have these computer programs that try to simulate how uh, how effective they'll still be, but really they're using this fusion, and the, ch- the fusion that happened out there was really just a simulation for the reliability program on the nuclear weapons as a side effect. Yeah, you could, you could get energy out of it someday, but it took so much power, so much, uh, uh, call it, uh electricity or energy to try yes. to get this fusion thing done that there, it's not possible. There's not enough electricity or, or energy in the United States available to power one, power plant that can make enough electricity for the United States.
0: Absolutely it's right. almost
7: impossible. Like yes,
0: that. sir. Absolutely. 100% right. I think it's like to one in terms of what they were talking, uh, that uh, the amount of power that they were able to generate uh, would get you somewhere in the neighborhood of about uh, two or three cups of coffee.
7: If yeah, I, if that's I, right. If, <laughs> and, it, and it's a huge amount of power
0: yeah. to do that. So, and, and it, 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 it,
7: yeah,
0: it's not, you know, and, and, and while it's neat to see that sort of thing and, you know, it, it, it's promising. And then what they did is they compared it to the Wright brothers having that first 100 plus foot feet flight. And then, you know, 44 years later, uh, we were, we were, you know, going supersonic. Well, (laughs) that's a little bit different considering the power plant you're talking about, because, the fusion power, it, it, when they say it's greater than the entire uh, electric grid in the United States, I correct? Mean, yeah, yeah. And so I that, mean, it's
7: it's impossible right now. If you and, put, but, you know, maybe uh, maybe it will be a. It is the stepping stone to to something, but. Uh, they're blowing away out of proportion right now.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and it seems like, was it the department of energy or, or one of the groups came out and even the guy, the the reporter that was doing the story said that they make it seem like it's, you know, within reach and, and, uh, and that was one of Joe Biden's pet projects that he wanted to see some sort of results in about 10 years. Well, they had another guy on who was more of a realist in terms of of how this will play out and the amount of money it takes and all of the things that are necessary uh, to make this happen. And he's like, we'd be lucky, as you mentioned. He said 50 years to see it in 50 years. You said 100 years. So uh, certainly not in my lifetime anyway. Um, but. It, it, they're working on it. <laughs> That's all I
7: can say. That's true. Yeah. Hey, they got to start somewhere.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for the phone call this morning. It's good to hear from you. Uh, I guess the point that I was trying to make here is is more or less this would m- probably be one of the programs that would get the axe, as far as any government funding, and a lot of programs that are based on you know helping folks medically or trying to do things scientifically would just be kicked to the curb, you know, if you're really talking about a balanced budget. And I guess the problem with all of this is that it was allowed to happen in the first place. And so now it's out of control. And people want to sit down and say, well, we need to talk about a balanced budget. And we could, we could, you know, make a, we could get a balanced budget. Theoretically, sure. But imagine all of the issues and problems and things that would go on as soon as somebody gets wind of the fact that their program is going to be cut. Well, we need this program, and here's why. Well, then I guess you just have to have the right people in place that are willing to make the tough decisions. Again, and I've said this, and I think most people would agree, that politicians need to learn to make the tough decisions, not necessarily the popular decisions. Because the popular decisions, well, all you're trying to do is just please the people. And you were elected to represent the people, not necessarily to please them. Because I think there are a lot of times when politicians do things uh, that a lot of people don't like. And certainly when you're talking about federal spending, the government, federal government was created for what reason? To put together all of these, uh, social programs and uh, to, to dole all of our money out there to see how fast a, a shrimp can run underwater? No. I don't think so. Although it's been allowed to happen. And so now it's like a runaway train. And do you start making cuts more so on uh, some of the things that you know that just have to be cut? But the point is, is that do you start small and then, you know, work up to bigger things? Uh, Obviously, it's not a task that I think many folks want to take on. Unfortunately, it's a task that has to be addressed. It better be addressed, and it better be addressed damn soon. 9 o'clock on the Midwest Coast. What are we at? 54, 55 degrees now here in beautiful downtown Osage Beach. We have got the former chief of the Lake Ozark Police Department, Gary Launderville. And we're going to spend some time with him this morning looking back on his career as the chief of police for the city of Lake Ozark. Right now, Stacey Johnson is standing by with a check of local news through lakeexpo.com. Chris Schneider is standing by with a check of sports through our great media partners as well at Lake TV. And we thank you for joining us right here, right now, on The Daily Show. You're listening to Community Radio for the Lake of the Ozarks. 89.3 89.3 KEYK of Stage Beach, Missouri.
1: I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Monday, January 16th. An Osage Beach man has been sentenced to 30 years in prison after pleading guilty to statutory rape. 30-year-old Marcos Devante Simmons was sentenced for the statutory rape of an 11-year-old girl after she miscarried at home, and DNA testing identified Simmons as the father. He's been jailed since charges were filed in 2019. Another lake of the Ozarks community moves to tax marijuana sales. The city of Lurie is moving proactively to tax any future marijuana sales. The Board of Aldermen unanimously approved putting the issue of a 3% sales tax for retail sales of adult marijuana use sold in the city limits on the April 4th ballot. Now, there currently are no such businesses or dispensaries in the Lurie city limits. A thief swiped thousands of dollars' worth of equipment from Lake of the Ozarks Area Electric Company, Catalyst Electric, this past week, and Lynn Creek authorities are looking for the man who was spotted on the company's security cameras. The theft took place just before 5 o'clock on Thursday, January 12th. Now, security cameras caught the man in the act. The man could be seen leaving the scene in a red SUV. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com
0: The following key radio event is absolutely free. Join 89.3 The Key for The Key Radio After Hours on Thursday, January 26th, starting at 530 at the Camdenton BFW Hall on South Business 5. This fun night will include a chilly cook-off, a chance to meet some of the people that you hear on Key Radio, like Camden County Presiding Commissioner Ike Skelton, Professor Jim Paisley, Bradley Berg from Encompass Purpose, and more. We'll even have a giveaway. This is your chance to find out more about the Lakes Community Radio Station. So, mark it on your calendar. Thursday, January 26th, starting at 5.30 at the Campton VFW Hall for key radios after hours. For more information, contact Bill Mundhausen at 573 280 Everyone is invited to attend, so we'll see you there at Key Radio's After Hours with the Lake's community radio station, 89.3 The Key.
2: I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. What a weekend of pro football playoffs huh? and it's not done yet still have another game tonight Tampa at home to the Cowboys Dallas favored by two and a half on the road to beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers Brady is 7-0 and lifetime against Dallas so that ought to be interesting. Elsewhere in the NFC playoffs the Eagles had a bye. 49ers beat Seattle and the Vikings went down at home losing to the Giants so next week it'll be the Giants at Philly on Saturday night and the Cowboy Buccaneers winner will be at san francisco next sunday afternoon in the afc of course chiefs with the number one seed they had the bye the bills beat miami yesterday cincinnati slipped by baltimore on saturday jacksonville came from 27 points down to be the chargers so next week on Saturday afternoon, the Chiefs will entertain Jacksonville. That is a 3.30 kickoff. The Bengals will be in Buffalo. They'll play that Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. So uh, the NFL playoffs off to a great start. And again, have another game tonight. High school football, Camden to Lakers hire their new head football coach, Parr Pitts. Takes over for Jeff Shore. Pitts was an assistant with the Lakers since 2014. Before that, he was head coach at Palmyra and Odessa and Troy. He also won two state championships as a Lakers player in 1986 and 87. College basketball over the weekend. Mizzou ranked number 20 lost at Florida, so they'll drop out of the top 25. MSU Bears beat Indiana State, so they are nine and nine. St. Louis Blues busy at home against Ottawa tonight. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows, and they're all greatness, including the high school basketball coaches show. Starting tomorrow, we'll be talking with first-year Camdenton Lakers head coach Daniel Edson. You can see that every day at 10.02, 2.02, and 6.02 on Lake TV. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday.
0: A portion of the programming on Key Radio is brought to you by Adair's Wildlife Removal Service, offering affordable solutions for all of your residential and commercial nuisance animal problems. Adair's keeps the wildlife where it belongs, in the wild. Serving Camden, Miller, and Morgan counties online at adairs-animals.com or call 573-378-8739, 573-378-8739.
3: Jumpstart start the new year and increase your customer base by getting in front of hundreds of potential clients at the annual Home, Business, and Lake Living Expo. The 2023 Expo is scheduled for February 17th and 18th at the Regalia Hotel and Conference Center. In just one weekend, you can showcase your products and services to full-time and secondary homeowners while also networking with fellow businesses. Booth space is filling up fast, so be sure to reserve your spot today. Visit camdenchamber.com for full event details and to download your exhibitor application.
4: If you're a member or prospective member of the Camdenton Chamber of Commerce, you need to check out the LEADS Group. That's L-E-A-D-S. It's business professionals meeting on a regular basis for an hour to share experience and referrals. It's a great way for new business owners to network with people in the know over morning coffee. Contact the Camdenton Chamber Office for information at 573-346-2227.
0: of the solution, join the lake's only community radio station, 89.3, the key. All right, 909, thank you so much for joining us here on this uh, wonderful, beautiful, outstanding day. It's a great day to be alive and live at the lake. I always say that because it's true. I don't care if we've got to 60 uh, degrees on tap for the high or if it's going to be 10 degrees and... We've got uh, some snow and ice and whatever it is we have to deal with in the forecast. It makes no difference, none whatsoever. And it's uh, just a lot of fun to, uh, to be at a place where we can enjoy so much. We've got so many incredible people, people that are always doing things. Now, you did hear the, um, the message during the information break there at the top of the hour for our uh, Key Radio After Hours event which is going to take place on Thursday, January the 26th at the Camdenton VFW on South Business 5. Gets underway at about 5.30. We are just inviting folks out to find out more about Key Radio. So we thought we'd, uh, you know, do a little something-something with a chili cook-off. So if you're interested, you can get a hold of uh, Bill Mundhausen and Bill can uh, put you in touch with the folks that are going to cook up some chili. We're just going to have some chili, have some folks come out and vote on it. We're going to have a giveaway. We're going to have some of the folks that you hear on Key Radio, Ike Skelton, Jim Paisley, uh, Matt Burns, Bradley Berg, Dave Maupin. If Dave wants to come out and speak, I don't want to keep anybody away from the microphone. I'll have a chance to uh, address the folks as well as uh, Bill Mundhausen. And uh, we're just going to have some fun on the 26th and let folks uh, get to know Key Radio a little bit better. Uh, of course, we want to keep the lights on and the microphones working. So it takes donations. We'd uh, love for some business folks to come out and uh, maybe some individuals who would like to donate to the cause and uh, allow us to continue our mission. And I will also tell you that be uh, be looking on my Facebook page because we are going to open up the Daily Show to sponsorships, uh, daily sponsors, weekly sponsors, sponsoring programs, sponsoring guests. We might even create some new sponsorships so that, uh, again, we can uh, continue our mission, keep folks coming in, keep talking about what it is we're going to be doing here in the future on Key Radio. 9-11 is our time, and uh, we have a beautiful day ahead of us, some clouds to start, a partly cloudy day. By the time we get into things, there is a slight chance of a shower, Otherwise, a high of 63 today. Clear and 37 for the low tonight. Uh, 56 for the high tomorrow and some sunshine. Rain and 52 on Wednesday. About a 90% chance we'll see some of the wet stuff. 42 and cloudy on Thursday. Partly cloudy and uh, 47 on Friday. Partly cloudy and 46 on Saturday. Then maybe an ice-rain mix As we'll drop down to 29 for the overnight low. There is some precipitation in the forecast for Saturday. So we'll start out on a colder end of things. But we'll warm up to about 45 for the high. And uh, maybe that uh, ice, if we get it, turns over to rain. So uh, not a whole lot to worry about as of yet. Don't don't worry about uh, running off and finding a warmer climate. Unless that's what you want to do. I know we have some folks that we would consider snowbirds. We do have a wind advisory in effect uh you might want to make sure it's uh, nailed down or you've got something heavy to hold it down i like to say on a day like today when we've got those winds out of the southwest at about 10 to 20 miles per hour uh, that it is a skirt alert so if you're wearing a skirt today ladies you might want to keep that in mind as well 912 and uh, my guest in the studio and my goodness he looks he looks healthier already <laughs> The one and only Gary Launderville, who uh, is the uh, former chief of the city of Lake Ozark and uh, has probably reached the end of his rope, so to speak. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, But I asked him to come in today and uh, uh, share what it was like to uh, be the chief and maybe share some interesting stories or some funny stories and maybe talk about uh, his future and uh, what he's got lined up, if he will actually uh, step away from the job, as I had mentioned earlier, Chief. And and a lot of people are always going to continue to refer to you as Chief. Yes, they will. Regardless, they still do. Regardless of, of what you do or where you're at. And, uh, you know, uh, like I said, it's uh, it's been an interesting run for you. You did a great job. A lot of people really appreciated your service to the city of Lake Ozark and will always appreciate it. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, you uh, you did a fantastic job and and uh, you know I've, I've enjoyed working with you off and on over the years. You bet, for a variety of different uh, reasons. Always great to see you and have a few minutes to talk to you. Maybe on a Friday night when they're doing hot summer nights, or of course when the car show is in town, and, and you and your department are taxed to uh, to the to to the tax. But they were still fun events. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and you know, that's one of the more interesting things I, I, I don't think a lot of people understand is when you have an event like a car show or a bike, certainly a bike fest, um, your department really, you know, has to answer the call. And they've always done that. We have. Yeah. Uh, you know, eight
8: years ago or a little over when I first started, I was baptized by bike fest <laughs> i think i started three days before bike fest
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
8: that, that was my welcome right and yeah you know, really it went pretty well but i learned a lot just from that event and sure. of course that's the biggest one because yeah. of the length of it but a lot of fun but yes uh you know 16 17 hour days and it, it does tax not only the department, yeah. but we brought in other departments. Uh, Public works had to help set up. Sure, do traffic control things like that. Sure, but I did traffic control at a car show one year. <laughs> <laughs> With a microphone in your hand, too.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I volunteered to help the chamber out, <clears throat> and so they said, "Well, we're going to put you down here <clears throat> where the where the cars are coming down uh, Business Fifty Four there." Uh, right where the school is, and where the rebel arcade was, and oh. I remember some gentleman stopping and rolling his window down, and he handed me an Illinois State Trooper patch, and yeah. I, I I thought, well, do you want me to wear this? So, <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's going to change things or not, but I still have it somewhere in my box of memories that. I've accumulated over the years uh, being in radio here at the Lake of the Ozarks. I thought that was really cool that he did that. But uh, you, uh, what is what is probably the one thing that you walk away from, this job knowing uh, when it's all said and done? You know, something that, uh, uh, you know, you, you just look back and you think, well, this is, and and I don't know that there's one particular thing that sticks out in your mind. Probably not. No? You know, it's a culmination
8: of things. Yeah. I put my heart and soul into it, and I really wanted to professionalize the department Mm -hmm. from when I first started there. Sure. Uh, I think we accomplished that, but Lake Ozark's a little different, and I've said this many, many times before, that uh, with the strip down there, everybody wants to have the big events down there, and and that put a strain on our department because we're not, (laughs) I still say we, they're not a big department. And you know the heat of summer. Uh, every weekend seems like an event. It seems on the on the strip. But I think we gained a lot. We we came a long way. So Total number of officers that that you had on the uh, well, the including force there. the chief. There's 14 positions. Right. And I think that was probably the biggest struggle over the last couple of years. Not just Lake Ozark, but any department. Yeah. Short-handed. Yeah. And when you have all those big events down there and you're shorthanded, that made it even more stressful.
0: You have to learn to be able to maximize uh, the personnel. We did. The budget? Oh, the budget. Yeah. <laughs>
8: <laughs> you know, I got to say, that's one thing. In, in my eight-plus years being there, we never went over budget. Mm-hmm. There were very, very few times that I ever had to go to the board and say I need a little extra money. Right. Uh, we always found ways to make things happen. So, and, and in fact, I stopped in City Hall a week ago. I had a couple uh, uniform shirts left to turn in. Right. And they want those back, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I might keep one for a souvenir, but that didn't work out. No. No. But I I stopped and saw the city treasurer, and I said, I have to know, how did we end up on our end-of-the-year budget? And we were to the good by several thousand dollars, so I feel good.
0: You come out smelling like a rose. Well, maybe not a rose. But But that has got to be one thing that when you get up in the morning now, you breathe a little easier because you don't have to sit there and monkey with a budget. I can go to
8: bed at night not having to worry about things. Yeah. I wake up in the morning, I get my cup of coffee, sure. and, you know, it's only been a couple of weeks, but I feel so much more
0: relaxed. Do you ever think you'll be out of it completely? No. No. Have you already well, had people talk you <laughs> Everybody told me. You said that and then hesitated. <laughs> Everybody told me, Chief, you won't be able to walk away
8: from this. No. Um, and, you know, that's all I've done, really, for... Forty-two-plus years, and
0: sure. I don't have a lot out? of hobbies. Yeah. Well, you have a lot of hobbies? No, I don't have. Oh, you will now. Uh, yeah. So, with re- a new re-
8: prosecutor re- in Camden County, yeah. she reached out to me and said, would you consider maybe being an investigator? And I said, not full-time. No way. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try and enjoy life a little bit. Right. Well, would you consider contracting maybe part-time? Mm-hmm. So, that's probably in the works. Yeah. And I have a lot of admiration for Rochelle. And, you know, she was our municipal judge for a lot of years. and She's a wonderful lady. Uh, she took on a lot. Yes. And she's just trying to play catch up and just wanting somebody to review cases that are backlogged. And so I said, I'll probably help you out, but a few hours a day, only a couple of days a week, maybe.
0: Well, let me ask you a question. Let's, let's, let's start this at the beginning, because I don't know if a lot of people know your background, and so maybe bring us up to where you were before you started with Lake Ozark.
8: Well, I moved here from Iowa, and for 32 years, I was with the Buenavista County Sheriff's Department. Right, Started out at the very bottom, lowly deputy. Uh-huh. Through the years, worked my way up through the ranks, and eventually was elected sheriff. And so when I retired as sheriff, we moved down here. But I had two years Use before that. that again. Pardon me? Use that word again. R- yeah. Retired. I know. <laughs> I've had quite a few friends, family remind me of that, too. You re- retired once and didn't stay that way. And uh, I, said, yeah, I just, I'm the type of guy I got to have something to do. Sure. And not that I don't have plenty to do at home and a couple other properties I have, but I kind of like to have a mix of
0: different things, and keep life interesting. Right. So then you came to the Lake of the Ozarks. Came here. To uh, enjoy life.
8: Yeah. Yeah. Bought our retirement home. Uh, Of course, when we moved down here, we still had four girls at home
5: yet. oh,
8: We had adopted seven kids over the years, so never been empty nesters. And so we still had four in school. Sure. And six months later, of course, the position came open in lake ozark and i had no intention none but i had a neighbor across the street that him and i had gotten to know each other pretty well in the six months that they did live here then hey that spot's open you need to put in they need somebody like you i said no i retired i, I i'm done with stress and he kept after me for a month straight and just came off my back i finally put in my resume <laughs> And, of course, the rest is history.
0: Sure. <laughs>
8: the rest is history. <laughs> or so they say. But I don't regret one minute. Uh, I I enjoyed my time in Lake Ozark. Yeah. You know, there were its moments, without a doubt, but uh, met a lot of great people. Yeah. Not just in Lake Ozark, but around the lake area. Sure. Sure. And a lot of
0: your fellow Iowans live here at the Lake of the Ozarks. Oh,
8: my. I
0: I was really shocked on how many Iowa people live down here. Yeah. It's amazing. You got that place down on the strip down there. Was it Lucky's? Where they're all there. There's a lot of Iowans that yep. uh, that frequent that particular establishment. Yep. Larry's a true Hawkeye fan.
8: He is. just as I am. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you took away all the Iowa people that have moved down here or second homeowners down here, yeah. the population would probably down by half.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're probably right. I mean, it's well, they have the. uh What do they have, the uh, Iowa Reunion Club or the
8: Iowa... They do, and, you know, that's one thing I have not attended.
0: Well, maybe you have some time to do that Yeah, you're right. (laughs) It's been an interesting run for you, and I'm going to ask you a question that I think all of the police chiefs and county sheriffs uh, fight with in in relation to the budget. Um, Gosh, trying to retain your officers. Retention has got to be a huge nightmare for any police chief. Any Well, I mean we've talked to Tony Helms and I've talked to uh, Todd Davis and we've talked to a lot of the sheriffs and, and, and the and the police chiefs around here and certainly that has to be one of the biggest, uh, one of the hardest things uh, for you to work with. That, that work probably on. is. Yeah. Uh,
8: you know, it's just not the pay. Mm-hmm. No doubt, like Ozark was Towards the bottom of all the Lake Area departments, as far as pay, but you just don't have a lot of young people today that want to get into that profession. And and I think it's just the way the world has been for the last three, four years, and well, really probably longer than that, because when I first came down here, is when Ferguson happened, right, eight plus years ago, and that, that that was kind of the start of it. You know, a lot of these young men and women, uh, started questioning if that's what they really wanted to do. And it's kind of that domino effect since then. Sure. So it's not just the pay, but yeah, re- trying to re retain good officers. Hopefully that's what you get to begin with. But you know, that, that selection is
0: getting harder and harder. Nobody <laughs> wants to get into it. Well, you know, there's uh, that whole defund the police movement, uh, how did you react when you heard that the first time? When somebody was actually talking about defunding the police? I mean, it's like uh, your your budget is is probably paper thin to begin with, and then they're talking about defunding, and you're like, please, please, Lord, <laughs> don't, don't defund our. Don't defund well, the I didn't know how Lake they could Ozark. defund
8: more than what we already were anyway. <laughs> you know, Lake Ozark really did put forth a lot of effort trying to get the police department as much as we could budget wise, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, that defund the police thing, that that had a huge effect on your bigger departments. Yeah. And, and I think that trickle-down effect from those departments down through the ranks to the smaller departments, they, they've kind of took hold. And, you know, I I know the State Patrol is still looking, and, and they're begging for people. And their paying benefits are a whole lot better than what a department around here can offer. so. sure. sure.
0: It's tough. It, it, it's amazing that uh, some of these police chiefs last as long as they do. It's almost like when you walk in, you sit down, you take a look at things, you're like, "And uh, let's see. I, I maybe uh, you know maybe I shouldn't have taken this job in the first place." But uh, you've, you you stuck with it for eight years, and that says well, a lot. Yeah, you, you you have those
8: thoughts, no doubt, and I'm sure every administrator as the chief or sheriff you know has those thoughts on a weekly monthly basis you know but as my wife told me once you never back down from a fight mm-hmm. don't start now so I've stuck with it and but it just got to the point where uh, some family members a lot of close friends start reaching 60 65 and start having health issues and I said you know you don't know when that might happen. Sure. And I want to enjoy life just a little bit, and I've got enough in retirement
0: that uh, I I figured
8: I could pull the plug now and, and still get by.
0: That's a lot of, you know, a lot of people think that, that we live at the lake and everything, you know, every day's a play day. You know, we get to go out yeah. and just uh, <laughs> do whatever we want, jump in our boat, you know, uh, go fishing, go boating, uh, do whatever we want to do down here. And certainly if you work down here, that's uh, that's not the case. Yeah,
8: you know, I mean, we came down many, many years ago on vacation and did it for several years. My wife made the comment, and this probably 20 years ago, she says, I'd like to live here full-time. And I said, you know, there's a difference between coming down here and spending a week and having fun yeah. or living here full-time because then you got to work. Yeah. So I said, we might as well stay at home where we're happy and But eventually, when we got close to retirement age, the first time, (laughs) we said, this is where we want to retire. Because we did enjoy it so much
0: down here. And then uh, then your neighbor wouldn't leave you the hell alone. Yeah. (laughs) I still remind him of that every once in a while. You go over, now I'm retired, you're knocking on his door in the morning. Wake up, get up, let's go. Thanks a lot, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> well, they obviously saw something, uh, your neighbor saw something in you that thought that uh, you would be a perfect fit for, uh, you know, being uh, chief of police for the city of Lake Ozark. By the way, Rick Goose uh, says, uh, tell Gary hello from Linda and have a great retirement.
8: Thank you, Rick. Thanks,
0: Linda. Yeah. And that's what he hopes to do at this point, but it sounds like he's already maybe getting pulled back in. Well, just very, very part-time, maybe. Yeah. And and speaking of, of, of your wife, and you said you adopted seven children. That's phenomenal.
8: Yeah, we had four, yeah. and some good friends of ours were foster parents. Uh-huh. And we also hosted three foreign exchange students, right. kind of in between. But our friends were foster parents, and we saw what a difference they were making for some of these kids That's come great. from unfortunate circumstances. Absolutely. So we jumped into it and we did it for twenty plus years, hundred and twenty some kids. And out of those, uh, seven of them we'd had for two three years, and parental rights were terminated. So we adopted them. Wow, they they were like family already. So,
0: so you've got uh, you got your hands full being the chief of police, and then on top of it, you know you're dealing with. Uh, all those kids at home. That well... Was, that must have been fun to come home to, sometimes.
8: That's where the wife came in. <laughs> you know, she was the rock. She was the one that... She was the glue that held everything together at I home. Was, yeah. I was you know, me. when you work some of those events on the strip, uh you're not home.
0: Yeah, you don't see her whole life. Uh,
8: you're go- I, you know, I'd go three, four days without seeing the kids. Wow. But she was the rock. She was the glue that held everything together and kept the ship running, so... Kudos to her and kind of the young song hero
0: behind the scenes. Yeah, well, yes, uh, that certainly sounds like the case. Uh, I'm interested to know, and we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. Uh, what she had to say when you decided you were going to go to work at Lake Ozark and and become the chief there full time, I can, I can only imagine. <laughs> you know, really, really, she didn't have a lot of qualms about it at that point. Were you around the house too much, and she kind of th-
8: w- thought you needed well, something to Well, <laughs> that, <time? laughs> that might have been part of it. Uh, more recently, with this retirement, I think that's the case. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's already tired of having well, you around so much.
8: She says, you know, because my wife retired umpteen years ago and just kind of has her own routine at home and during the day. And she says, I like my space. And I said, fine, I'll just go out in my shop and I'll do my thing. And.
0: You do yours. <laughs> we'll talk more with the, uh, I, I say former chief, it just doesn't uh, sit well. With I'm just going to say Chief Gary Launderville, who used to work for the uh, city of Lake Ozark, who may very well find himself back in... Uh, uh, in the realm of law enforcement yet again. If you'd like to uh, call with a question or comment for the chief, feel free, 573-633-5395. Our bottom of the hour break, our final break of the program, Stacey Johnson with LakeExpo.com, Chris Schneider with Lake TV, and thank you for tuning in to The Daily Show on Key Radio.
1: Stacy Johnson and this is your lake Expo news cut for Monday January 16th An Osage Beach man has been sentenced to 30 years in prison after pleading guilty to statutory rape 30 year-old Marcuseo Devante Simmons was sentenced for the statutory rape of an 11 year- old girl after she miscarried at home and DNA testing identified Simmons as the father he's been jailed since charges were filed in 2019. Another Lake of the Ozarks community moves to tax marijuana sales. The City of Lory is moving proactively to tax any future marijuana sales. The Board of Aldermen unanimously approved putting the issue of a 3% sales tax for retail sales of adult marijuana use sold in the city limits on the April 4th ballot. Now there currently are no such businesses or dispensaries in the Lurie City Limits. A thief swiped thousands of dollars worth of equipment from Lake of the Ozarks Area Electric Company, Catalyst Electric, this past week, and Lynn Creek authorities are looking for the man who was spotted on the company's security cameras. The theft took place just before 5 o'clock on Thursday, January 12th. Now, security cameras caught the man in the act. The man can be seen leaving the scene in a red SUV. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com
0: The following key radio event is absolutely free. Join 89.3 The Key for The Key Radio After Hours on Thursday, January 26th, starting at 5.30 at the Camdenton VFW Hall on South Business 5. This fun night will include a chili cook-off, a chance to meet some of the people that you hear on Key Radio, like Camden County Presiding Commissioner Ike Skelton, Professor Jim Paisley, Bradley Berg from Encompass Purpose, and more. We'll even have a giveaway. This is your chance to find out more about the Lakes Community Radio Station. So, mark it on your calendar. Thursday, January 26th, starting at 5.30 at the Camdenton VFW Hall for key radios after hours. For more information, contact Bill Mundhausen at 573 280 Everyone is invited to attend, so we'll see you there at Key Radio's After Hours with the Lake's community radio station, 89.3 The Key.
2: I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Monday. What a weekend of pro football playoffs huh? and it's not done yet still have another game tonight tampa at home to the cowboys dallas favored by two and a half on the road to be tom brady and the buccaneers brady is seven and zero lifetime against dallas so that ought to be interesting elsewhere in the nfc playoffs the eagles had a bye 49ers beat seattle and the vikings went down at home losing to the giants So next week, it'll be the Giants at Philly on Saturday night, and the Cowboy Buccaneers winner will be at San Francisco next Sunday afternoon. In the AFC, of course, Chiefs with the number one seed. They had the bye. The Bills beat Miami yesterday. Cincinnati slipped by Baltimore. On Saturday, Jacksonville came from 27 points down to be the Chargers. So next week on Saturday afternoon, the Chiefs will entertain Jacksonville that is a 3:30 kickoff. The Bengals will be in Buffalo. They'll play that Sunday afternoon at two o'clock. So uh, the NFL playoffs off to a great start, and again have another game tonight. High school football: Camden to Lakers hire their new head football coach. Par Pitts takes over for Jeff Shore. Pitts was an assistant with the Lakers since 2014. Before that, he was head coach at Palmyra and Odessa and Troy. He also won two state championships as a Lakers player in 1986 and 87. College basketball over the weekend, Missouri ranked number 20, lost at Florida, so they'll drop out of the top 25. MSU Bears beat Indiana State, so they are nine and nine. St. Louis Blues busy at home against Ottawa tonight. Lake TV brings you five local lake area shows, and they're all greatness, including the high school basketball coaches show. Starting tomorrow, we'll be talking with first-year Camdenton Lakers head coach, Daniel Edson. You can see that every day at 10.02, 2.02, and 6.02 on Lake TV. I'm Chris Schneider with your key radio lake tv sports update for this monday
0: a portion of the programming on key radio is brought to you by our media partners at lake tv
2: winter spring summer or fall lake tv's got it all including five local talk shows to keep you informed and entertained you can also see local high school football in the fall and basketball in the winter Watch Lake TV on Como Channel 90 or absolutely free on Roku or Amazon Fire and always streaming live at MyLakeTV.com. And if you haven't liked Lake TV on Facebook, be sure you do that
4: too. This is Bill Munhausen for the What Makes Sense Show on Key Radio. It's a biblical perspective without the pat answers that infect some of Christian talk. We're about solutions to most of life's issues, less theory, more answers, confront what is evil and champion what is good, extend grace to those who are still seeking. I investigate answers in politics, social issues, church, and more. It's what makes sense. In the 7 a.m. and 3 p.m. hours, check the schedule at keyradio.live.
6: Hi, I'm pastoring Elder Joe Botta from Graceland Church for Creation Expo. Our country was founded by those seeking freedom from tyranny. Consider the historic words of Thomas Jefferson who wrote, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, among them which are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Our founding fathers searched the scripture for enduring principles realizing that God, not man, was the ultimate author of freedom. The Constitution of the United States of America represents much of the fruit of that search. However, today in the U.S., we find a secular society pretending our nation was not founded on Christian principles. The question is, what believers ought to believe? Should we trust God as the final author of our freedom, or should we trust in freedom in and of itself? These
4: 60-second messages are based on the book XPO by Bill Munhausen,
0: available in Amazon Books. If you'd like to become a content provider, simply contact the Lakes Community Radio Station at 89.33. The Key. The Key. It is 9.39. We welcome you back. And, of course, uh, having some fun talking with, uh, as I said, the former chief of uh, the city of Lake Ozark, Gary Launderville, is in the studio with us. And I just wanted to bring him in because, you know, uh, he will uh, certainly be gone but not forgotten. I would imagine that, uh, you know, a lot of people already miss you. And uh, I know they had some events for you when uh, yep. uh, when you were uh, getting ready to say goodbye. Uh, you know, we've got about 20 minutes. I would love to just hear some stories. I mean, I think there's got to be uh, some good stories, some maybe odd stories, and, and even some things that, you know, might have changed your life a little bit as far as law enforcement because it's it's got to be a job that is, is routine to some degree, but it changes a little bit every day. Maybe you make a new friend. Maybe something happens that really opens your eyes to what's, uh, what's going on, where you live, or with what you do. Um, but I, I'd be interested. They had the issue, of course, with Bike Fest the one year where they had the, the shooting on the strip. Yep. And, and there have been a couple of instances in the last few years. Did that surprise you at all?
8: The shooting on the strip with the bikers, no, no. That did not surprise me at all. We we kind of saw that coming for about a year. Yeah. We knew there was going to be some kind of a situation eventually. Didn't think it was going to be a shooting. Right. But uh, we kind of saw it coming. Yeah. It was building up. And, you know, I quietly told the board, you know, for several months that you know, we may see some problems there, but not much you can do other than try and keep an eye on
0: it. So, yeah. yeah. Was that something at all that uh, just kind of changed the uh, the face of the event in terms of how you uh, would plan for it? I, I think you always have to <clears throat> prepare for the worst, unfortunately, with what you do. Uh, you hope for the best, prepare for the worst, and then, uh, you know, hope everything goes smoothly during the event. I mean, Bike Fest has always been. Uh, You know, you're going to have, it's like with any event. I mean, and and you don't want to particularly pin things on one particular event because things in this day and age can happen at any given time.
8: Any emergency service, whether it's law enforcement, fire, EMS, you've got to plan for the worst. I mean, you're not doing your job if you don't plan for the worst. Mm -hmm. And hope for the best. And that's kind of how we looked at it in Lake Ozark for Many, many years with every event. And, of course, the last couple of years with the influx of people coming in. Uh, yeah, really. Almost every weekend
0: seemed like an event. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I can only imagine. And and I guess that would more than likely be something that you hear from all of uh, law enforcement around the Lake Erie, even those uh, folks like uh, the Highway Patrol and, and the Water Patrol, certainly seeing an increase uh, because this was – as I like to refer to it uh, when COVID was going on, kind of the last bastion of hope. I mean, people saw what we were doing here and said, well, let's go there and have fun with those people. Yep. You know, and, and you, there's good things and bad things
8: with that. And uh, I don't think the lake was ready. We weren't prepared for the influx of people that came in. Uh, I think we're still seeing it today. mm mm-hmm. Uh, just like the power outages was you know a week ago, yeah, a lot of that was due to weather, but some of that is uh, there's been a lot of homes built, and you know the grid wasn't ready for it right and they're working on it, but uh, there were you know water sewer mm-hmm. i mean they're just those infrastructure things uh size of departments for for law enforcement uh we got a lot more people to deal with nowadays. People don't realize and understand until they actually need your services. Yeah. And scheduling, you know, during the winter months, our department, really, we we were just the right size. Mm -hmm. Come summertime, we probably should have had twice as many people. But how do you justify that in a budget? Mm -hmm. And it's really hard. And, And Lake Ozark is not that big of a community. And don't have a lot of resources as far as additional funds i think they're seeing that now trying to get the roads taken care of but uh-huh. right uh
0: it's it's just tough being a small community it certainly is um Lonnie asks how's this trip now compared to when you started seems family attractions have dwindled down to mostly bars and then he ends it uh thank you sir for your service
8: well i appreciate the thank you it's changed uh Yeah, there's a lot of bars on the Strip, and I think at one point we had 15. I think it's down to 13 now. But we had a good relationship with most of the bar owners, so we worked pretty well together. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes they didn't appreciate our presence, but there were more times than not that they did appreciate our presence. So, but... Yeah, I would love to see more family-friendly things down there. I mean, I, I remember the days when we came down on vacation sure. with the younger kids and, and had a ball. Absolutely had a ball. But uh, somebody's got to step
0: up and do that. And... Now, was it under your tenure that they tried for the first time to have, like, a open container? Wasn't that the first time it was done on the Strip, more or less? Yes. Where it was legal? for certain events for certain
8: events uh when i came here there was no open container and and johnny francescos was the mayor at the time and absolutely no open container and you know he got upset with me quite a few times because we weren't writing enough tickets for open container yeah i guess that wasn't how we operated Mm -hmm. Uh, you know give everybody one two chances they didn't learn after that then yeah we'd write a ticket sure Uh, We tried to be friendly to the tourists, but still
0: maintain some order. You've got a job to do, but at the same time, you know, so many people don't realize and understand this, that just because you aren't, oh, gosh, I don't know, you, you don't work for the chamber, or you're not, you know, somebody who's always out there on the forefront, that we are all ambassadors for the Lake of the Ozole. Absolutely. And how we treat people is certainly something that they're going to remember, they're going to tell other people about. And, you know, somebody gets mad, somebody goes home upset, somebody's day didn't turn out like it should, and they say, well, that's it, we're never coming back to the lake. And that's not what you want to do. I mean, you want to... You want to try to be as—diplomacy has got to be the key to, to, to your job. It is, and that was probably one of the first teaching moments
8: that I had when I was here, or when I first started. That We are going to treat people with respect, whether you're arresting them or not. You're still going to treat them with respect. Right. And I think over the years, some of those younger guys that started and, and tried to you know, put that philosophy in their head, Uh, They learn from it, and I can see the growth in those young officers who, unfortunately, most of them have moved on, but
0: it has made them better cops in the end. What they take away from the early years of doing the job is probably so very important, and you, being someone who has been involved in law enforcement for what, 40, 50 years? 42. 42. Uh, You like to make sure and instill... Some of those uh, early training moments, learning opportunities. I look back early in my career and some of the silly, dumb mistakes
8: that I made. You know, those were learning experiences. You know, uh, my first couple years here, you know, really we just had the normal, everyday things that the lake usually has, nothing big. And then we end up with a couple of homicides within months of each other. And that was a true learning experience for my guys. There hadn't been one in Lake Ozark in 35-plus years before that. And a lot of those guys, they weren't sure what to do. So those were some huge teaching moments. And I think it made them all better.
0: Anything you can do to learn, anything you can do to maybe expand your horizons when it comes to doing the job. And certainly... And how you treat people is so very important that that was a very big thing for me
8: right is how you treat people i said you might have a knockdown drag out fight with somebody but when it's over it's over and you don't let the emotions carry on you've right. got to let them go and you know i remember years and years ago i had a guy walk up and i didn't remember the guy and he walked up to me of course this is when i was still a deputy and he put his hand out to shake my hand. And I said, well, who are you? And he told me. And he said, you don't remember me. Right. And I said, no. And he said, well, you sent me to prison. Oh. And I said, okay. <laughs> and he said, I just want to thank you. He said, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. And it turned my life around. And I went, wow. So it, it, it shows that if you treat people the right way and, and you still do your job,
0: mm-hmm. that you can have positive outcomes no matter what. It's got to be a good feeling. Certainly, uh, it could have, been, could have gone a lot differently. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anything that uh, you look back on that uh, seems somewhat humorous? Uh, there, there, there's got to be some funny or fun moments, some things that you've seen or done, a call that uh, you've answered or someone in the department has answered, and when you heard them, it was like one of those, uh, what did you just say? What did you just tell me? Well, you know, my eight years here, I can't
8: say that I had a lot of those. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course, prior to that, uh, did have few, but uh, <laughs> the one thing that sticks out in my mind was, I say with the homicide we had at the campground, <laughs> but we had two different campgrounds with both. Right. But the second one at the Riverview campground right off 54 there. Mm-hmm. We had just been out earlier that night, or I guess I had been with the guys. We had a accidental shooting in the parking lot at one of the bars, and it was accidental. So I'm just getting home, just getting in bed. I mean, really, I just was putting one leg in bed, and the phone's ringing. And it's 1130 at night. Yeah. And it's my lieutenant, and he's just screaming on the phone. And he's trying to tell me Riverview Campground, and he can't get the the— name out of his mouth. I mean, he's stuttering, and I'm going, what are you talking about? And it was humorous at the t- not at the time, but it is now. We look back on it, but telling me that we had at least a double homicide and other people wounded and, and we don't have our suspect in custody, and uh, it it took me a good minute to get the actual location out of it. it, it we joke about it now, but yeah. uh, look back, yeah, it was humorous, but not at the very moment.
0: Anything, um, any uh, odd situations you found yourself in? Uh, and I say odd, just something maybe a little out of the ordinary you didn't expect, or you kind of had to improv- improvise on the fly? or Well, I think being in law enforcement, you got to do that almost every day. Right. So
8: I guess what I would consider odd, most people probably wouldn't. There's just a lot of those everyday things that you handle on the fly, and you've got to be able to adjust real quick. And I guess to me, a lot of those don't seem odd. That's just everyday normal routine for a law enforcement
0: officer. Negotiator, diplomat. Uh, you got to be at all. Problem solver. You've you got to be at all. Yeah. And then you have to run the department as well. And so you have to keep. But all you know these... that
8: was, that was the fun part about being the chief. Really, I I guess I, I like being hands on. I. You can only spend so much time sitting, at a desk in front of a computer screen, and, and I like more hands on. I mean, those big events. I'd love being down there on the strip. If so I had to go stand out in the middle of the HH intersection to direct traffic, I was at the height of my glory. Yeah, I was having fun. Yeah, yeah, you know, I
0: just those kind of things, and I I will miss that. I think that, uh, you know, as far as I can remember, about every uh, hot summer nights that I've worked, I've seen you at some point, and uh, even if you were just strolling by and said hello, and we shook hands, and, you know, you didn't stay too long because you wanted to stay up on top of what was going on and make sure that, uh, uh, you know, things were running smoothly, and uh, car shows and any other event, I'd, you know, see you for a couple of minutes, we'd... Chit-chat, catch up real quick, and yep. and off you'd go. Yep. And uh, I, I think that's great to see you out there in the midst of things. I, I mean, I don't necessarily know how many police chiefs or sheriffs like to, to be out there in the, in the thick of things, but I would imagine once you get into law enforcement, it is almost uh, hard to not want to be – In the thick of things and see what's going on and and be there by your... uh, Well, I think you stay in touch with reality
8: that way. Right. And if you're the one sitting in that chair making those decisions about how the department is run and how things are done, I think you should be out there with the guys and you can make better decisions
0: that way. You know, uh, sometimes leading by example is is quite a sign of respect. And uh, you know your your uh, your officers look at you and say, "Well, if he's willing to do it, come on."
8: Yeah, yeah. And and I've had officers, that, chief, appreciate you coming out and helping with this or with that. And I said, "Well, I may carry the title, but we all have the same job to do. So I'm here." Yeah. You need help, call. Right. I'm listening to the radio. I'll be there if you need it.
0: And I'm sure they appreciate uh, appreciate seeing you out there doing your thing right alongside of them. And it makes all the difference in the world. So, you've uh, <clears throat> quote-unquote retired to some degree. What uh, what are you going to be doing? You said uh, you go out in your shop. What, it is, what, what do you do out in your shop? Oh, well, my wife and I, we have this, well, I guess I call it a
8: sickness or an illness of antiques. Oh, yeah. Not junk, but antiques. There's a difference. And I love antique furniture. Okay. Not the small piddly little stuff and I enjoy buying some stuff that needs a little TLC and taking it all apart, putting it back together, refinishing it whatever and I probably got four big pieces in my shop right now that need attention I bought an old wooden canoe that some gentleman made on his own, Mm -hmm. didn't quite get it finished and so that's one of my projects I want to get done this winter. And we're not going to use it. I mean, I don't know if it'll float in water or not, but <laughs> with the style of house that we have, I I have a big covered patio. Right. And we're going to hang that up. And, but I want to get it looking nice and get it finished. So. Absolutely. Just got some of those. and Of course, we bought a place a couple years ago that's 18 acres outside the city. And most of it's wooded, timber, but I still got plenty to do out there. That'll keep me busy. Yeah, not so much this time of year, but uh, just got plenty of other things. We have a vacation rental house out on HH, and definitely during the summer
0: that keeps us. Busy. I was just going to say, yeah, that was uh, that's probably a project all, all in, on its own.
8: Yeah, and and that was part of the problem, probably the last couple of years, uh, trying to juggle. The chief's job and try and take care of the vacation rental because my wife and I try to take care of most of that stuff ourselves sure. instead of hiring it out. Sure. And it got to be a little taxing the last couple of years. Yeah. And that that was part of my decision-making process, too, as far as
0: retirement. Do you feel like, uh, you know, Do, you, do you, I guess, you know, getting into antiques and things like that, do you ever watch the Antiques Roadshow? I'm sure you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
8: yeah. Uh, In fact, last week, my wife and I just took a little road trip, not too far. We went up to Fulton because we'd heard about some antique barn up there that's just filled with antiques and Uh had never been there. So we went up and looked at a few more antique stores along the way, just kind of went road tripping for a day. Good for you. That's kind of what we did. We enjoy that.
0: Now, you said, you know, she kind of has her own daily routine, but it's probably nice to be able to spend a little bit more time with her and and be able to do things like uh, drop and go and... And do a little uh, road tripping.
8: It is. Yeah. Uh, some of it's just spontaneous. I'll look at her and say, let's go do this. Or,
0: that's the best way to be.
8: You know, the mm-hmm. first couple of weeks, and and really that's all it's been so far, but uh, I just had a lot of appointments set up for stuff I was not able to do while I was chief. Not I sure. mean, there's just one time, so get these next week or two out of the way, and uh, hopefully I'm caught up on things that I probably should have been caught up on before, but. Uh, we'll go from there.
0: It's only been a couple of weeks, but what do you miss already?
8: I miss being around the guys. Yeah. I, not just not just within the police department. I had a good relationship with everybody in City Hall. Right. Of course, we're upstairs. City Hall's downstairs, but great relationship. I, you know, I consider a lot of those people friends, and you know, Rick. You know, said hi from Linda. Well, Linda used to be our treasurer at the city and enjoyed working with her. And it was just those relationships that we formed over the years with people. Just good people.
0: Get an opportunity to get out and stretch your legs. And uh, at the same time, you know, there's there's got to be mornings when you wake up that you kind of wish you could just meander up to the city hall and go in the office and see what's going on. To, I'm sure you'll still be a visitor.
8: Oh, yeah, and, and I've told him. And, and, you know, the new chief that's coming in, uh, didn't really know him before. I'd seen him in a couple meetings, right. you know, over the last year or so, but uh, got the opportunity to sit down and talk with him for about an hour and a half one day, and, and when I knew he was probably going to be the selection, great guy. I mean, uh, I think he will continue on and build on with the same philosophy I had, Treat people with respect. Uh, just He wants to be involved in the community. And just visiting with him, I feel much better. That, that, that was probably one of my concerns
0: when I was, said I was going to retire. Was. Absolutely. You always wonder who in the world is going to fill your shoes. Yep. They're big shoes to fill. And I appreciate you taking time to join us this morning. It's great to see you.
8: Hey, fun coming in and talking Con- to you.
0: Continued success. Uh, if there's anything we can ever do for you, just reach out. Okay. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you, you very much for being a great, uh, great chief of uh, the city of Lake Ozark. Eighty-nine point three.